Hey y'all, this is Mel Offlerbach and you're listening to Green Juice and Tequila. Green Juice and Tequila represents the earthy, organic, natural vibes colliding with raw, imperfect, and unfiltered stories. Some of us can have it all together, y'all. Eating the latest health nut craze, drink our green juice, meditate every morning. But we also have a side that's vulnerable, real, and sometimes stressed. Life throws you curveballs, y'all, and that's okay. You can be both, green juice and tequila. Well, hello, y'all. Thank you so much for joining on another episode of Green Juice and Tequila. I am super pumped and excited for this episode. I've got a sweet friend of mine who runs her own business and has for quite some time. Um, her name is Audrey Crick, and I'm super pumped to have you here, Mama. Me too. Yay! I'm so, Audrey is with GV Design House, and this is a an event. Um, it used to be just bridal, but now right. she does events for so many different people and different companies, which I'm, we're going to get into all of this stuff today. But most importantly, the reason why I had her on here is she is she's the CEO of her company. She's got an amazing relationship and partner with her mom. Um, she's a mother herself and a wife. And so I think it's just so important that we continue to share more and more of these types of stories so that we can inspire other women and just know that there is a community and support around us that, um, that I'm like excited to share. Exactly. So why don't you just, yes, of course. Tell us a little bit about your company, kind of how it started. Um, what got you into this direction that we're, um, that we're going to get into today. So, yeah. Um, well in 2006, we started, uh, originally it was called gracious bridal when we named it, my mom and I started and, um, and at that time, I was I had graduated from UT a couple of years before that in corporate communications, mm-hmm. did the whole corporate scene for a while, and then realized I don't want to work in the corporate field. I want to do something um, you know, more personal <clears throat> and own my own business, which was funny. In seventh grade, I started my own business and went like I love door it. to door, like little... Um, like Hallmark type businesses selling no, you did homemade not. bookmarks. Yes. <laughs> homemade like ribbon, bookmarks. Yeah. With like ribbons and jewels and stuff hanging down. And um, so I think I always kind of had that entrepreneur spirit in me. Yeah. Um, had to start my babysitting company, you know, just little different things and watching my parents have their own businesses. And um, it was just a spark I always had. Yeah. So um, my mom had had a pretty big company and selling and making bows in the eighties when Shut everyone had those big old bows. Girl, I had a bow business. <clears throat> you did? It was called Lily Boo Designs. Really? I made big baby bows. Oh, how funny. Because my kid was bald. And I now was they're like, all back again. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. There's so much like connection between the two of us. I'm like just giggling to myself. Who would have thought having the business with bows, <laughs> but hey, especially then. Oh, love it. Yeah. So it was um Watching her, and then my dad was a dentist, and so um, anyway, always had kind of had that fire under me. So we kind of saw we had a cousin getting married, and saw there's kind of lack of really good wedding favors and take home gifts and um, bridesmaid gifts and things like that. At that time, I feel like it was a lot of like trinkets. You're like, yeah. oh, thanks, and you chunk it, you yeah. know, in the goodwill pile. So we kind of saw a niche for that, and 
that's why we got started into bridal. Little did we know, I mean, it's a hard industry to be in. Of course. Because um, there's just a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, as we grew, uh, we started focusing more on the design part of it and designing everything in-house and grew out of just doing weddings to where we do a lot of corporate goods now and anniversary parties and family reunions and school functions and things like that. So we changed our name about two years ago to GB Design House. Oh my gosh. To kind of encompass everything that we do now. Yay. So I like, I'm so curious to hear like, what was that like light switch that came on for you when you went from, you know, your corporate job Mm -hmm. to like, what was that little transitional step that you're like, I'm not doing this, but I'm going to do this instead. Like, like, I just feel like there's so many stories and I I hear from women who are not happy Mm -hmm. with what they're doing, but they're doing it because a, they have their degree in it and they're just going to stick to it or they need to do it because of like insurance purposes or family support or whatever. So what was that? Like, what was that transition, that spark that you're like, that's that's the sign that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, it was a, it was a scary step at first to um, break out and just do it full time. Yeah, um, because at the beginning you're not making anything, obviously, um, and so I was at that point selling insurance. I just it didn't like really the company I was working for. It felt very. I feel like I was in a prison. You know, yeah. I mean, if you got there a minute late, you know, it was a big deal, or it just it felt very prison like, and so. Um, I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to take this leap and quit and do this full time. I know it's going to take a little while, but I'm going to live lean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to just, you know, work extra, extra hours until I can start making some money to where I can yeah. afford something besides 39 cent hamburgers <laughs> at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, it's, you know, it's a scary step, but I'm glad I took it and, you know, haven't looked back since. Like, how has that dynamic been with, working with your mom? It's been good. We've always had a good relationship. I have two younger sisters and, um, both who have also worked with us at some points. So it's been great. We, there's always been a, um, I mean, it's definitely a learning experience yeah. and it's definitely, um, trying to find balance basically mm-hmm. because we found ourselves for a while just talking about work all the time. You know, yeah. we get to go on a weekend and all of a sudden go back to work, you know, and, um, we, it wasn't as much mother and daughter as it was business partners. Yeah. And so I think after having kids, we both strive to get back to when we're, you know, when it's not business hours, we're talking about family and having fun and whatever yeah. else is going on in our lives. But, um, I think it's, it's a great balance we have. We're not in the same city. So we're not like next to each other, you know, every day, which oh, I think that helps too, is having, you know, huge distance help. and, you know, being able to be on the phone and, collaborate together, but not being next to each other side by side all the time. Did you guys, have you always been, um, working from a satellite position or have you guys worked like when you do some of these events and you're flying out to France or something, are you guys both going out there together? Are your team going out there together? Like how, how does that whole dynamic work? Yeah, we do, um, a lot of events and like TV stuff. We've a lot in San Antonio recently about, um, how to, um, you know, put on different parties and making things elegantly, um, and making it accessible and trying to teach people, Hey, you don't have to have this crazy budget or, you know, to be able to throw a fun party. There's things that you can do to make it fun, um, to make it elegant, take it up a notch, but also make it laid back. 
And so we've been doing a lot of stuff on um, one of the stations there in San Antonio. So we get together a lot for those type of things and podcast and work trips. But yeah. um, but it, it works really well for us that way. I, I like y'all. We were talking before we started this podcast recording because when I was reading a little bit more information about you and your business and your work relationship with your mom, which I didn't have, I didn't know that you guys had that together. It just brought me back to when. I worked with my mom and I mean, I was obviously in college, so I was, so I was, you know, just naive and stupid during that time. But I remember like how well we would work together, but then we would get into like a little bickerment about something. And I remember the whole staff would like get right. big. I'd be like, crap boy. Like, exactly. We, like listening in. And- yeah. Like how do we handle this? Mm-hmm. Like, are they, <laughs> they're sitting here fighting. This is super awkward. Yeah. And then we would, you know, obviously get over it, but I enjoyed working with my mom. It felt familiar. It felt mm-hmm. comfortable. I felt more empowered and inspired. I knew someone was always going to have my back, Exactly. you know? And I think when we work in corporate settings or we start a business with like a friend or, um, you know, just meeting new people, it's like, you're always going to have that not hesitation, but wonder like, okay, is this person going to support me constantly? Or am am I going to be able to rely on that partner forever? Right. But when it's your mom or it's your daughter, like there's just this like understanding undertone that yes, they're going to support. Yeah. And you have to be careful, I think too, because, you know, with most, you know, mother and daughter and with my mom and I, we're very laid back and we tell each other, you know, everything. So you have to be careful when it's in business not to say that idea sucks because you wouldn't say that to one of your employees or another yeah. coworker. So you guys don't say that to each other. We do. But oh, yeah. so you have to be careful how you <laughs> yeah. say, phrase it sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, mom, that's such a bad idea. Or she'll be like, Audrey, that is, you know, terrible. Let's think about this. Yeah. But sometimes you get more offended, you know, than you would if it was a coworker. So yeah. there's just, you know, a different relationship role, but it really works well for us. And we balance off each other. And she does a lot of the creative part and I, do a lot of the business side of it. Mm-hmm. And um, we have 10 employees, all female. I um, love that. Have you guys all- ever had even like had the opportunity to even hire like a dude? You know, we've had some guys apply, um, which is funny, but um, we it's always just worked out well with girls. And besides my mom and I working together, um, I also have another set of sisters that work for us and then also um, another mother-daughter in our, on our team as well. So a lot of family dynamics there, but, um, but half our team works remotely and the other half is in the office. So I love a, that. Well, and I, I think that, um, having that, so that supportive environment having like the, like the female, females are just creative. Like that's just right. like, that's like one of our characteristics. So, you know, having a team full of gals, mm-hmm. I mean, we need more of that. Exactly. Like we, we need, I, like I was telling a, a gal the other day on the podcast, we were talking about women in tech and you know, how companies in the tech industry, 25% are, are ran and owned by women. Only 25%. Crazy. Doesn't that blow your mind? It's crazy. And it's like, and out of that 25%, only like 2% really Mm -hmm. get supported by any like venture capitalist or any type of like, uh, funding from anybody, which I just think is so crazy that there's this stigma of fear and risk when a woman can be able to grab the reins and be able to use your money or be able to fulfill the position or this idea that they have. So I think it's just like freaking awesome that you guys are 
doing what you're doing. And I mean, you're really setting the tone and the path and inspiring others, you know, to be able to take their idea to their next step. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, the risk part of it, I think, um, you know, especially being a mom and having a family, Mm -hmm. women are more cautious. Whereas I think men opening businesses, they probably do, you know, they take a risk more than a woman. Yeah. We have a lot of more, you know, emotions involved and how it'll affect everybody. And so for us, we grew it slow at first because we didn't, you know, we wanted to be careful about it. Plus, 2008, the recession was pretty much right after we started. So mm-hmm. that was kind of scary. So we've kind of at the beginning always had be lean and that has helped us tremendously. I love that. You know, and, and if you start lean and that's why I kept thinking, what's the positive about starting a business pretty much the recession, but it taught us to be like that at the beginning. Yeah. And so, which I, which think, I think is why we're still around when it's just yeah. 14 I years later. Everyone needs to hear that when you start a business to start lean exactly, or to bootstrap, you know, you don't have to, right. you and I talked about this before the podcast is just like, you know, sometimes women have this fear to even put themselves out there to start a business because it's not perfect yet. Right. Or because, you know, they, they have to have all their ducks in a row before they let it out into the public before they can actually be like, Hey, I started my own business. Like there's that fear behind it. Right. How did you guys kind of use that platform and that idea of launching your business? So, you know, I know you're like, you're like, let's start lean. You know, what were some of the different tools and techniques that you did to really like enhance and grow your business? I think, um, cause it back in like 2006, social media wasn't the way it is now yeah. I mean, at all. And so it wasn't through that. It was a lot of it was, um, kind of word of mouth and, and which we still do is to treat our customers exactly like we'd want to be treated. So we do go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. We try our best always to do that. And, um, so that we get those referrals, but, um, I mean, we started, I mean, it was in, you know, at home. I mean, yeah. we just started, it was very small. Um, but it is it was scary taking that leap, yeah. especially leaving a job that was paying well to mm-hmm. do that full time. And um, I remember hiring my first employee and just yeah. being like, this is scary, you know? Yeah. I think putting in the extra hours, I mean, we'd have customers call and say, hey, can you check on my order? I'm like, sure, let me check with the shipping department. And then I'd look it up, get back on, like, let me <laughs> check with accounting on that to see if we received that payment. You know, you do it all. You wear yeah. all the hats. Yeah. And um, I think women are probably better at that than yeah. men too, because- yeah. That's just how we our brains work. We make it. Exactly. Um, how did you get through some of the fear? Like what, how did you like motivate yourself to build the confidence to get through the fearful moments of starting your business? I think um, keeping my head down, just keeping my head down and just work. <laughs> I've always um, just, you know, try to concentrate as much as I can. And I, I'm not afraid of the extra hours and it hasn't been easy once, you know, kids came along because then you're always pulled so many different directions and then you're feeling you're being, you know, crappy at this, if you're putting more time into this. And so it's a constant thing of guilt and fear of, am I screwing this up while Mm -hmm. I'm doing good with this? So I don't think that fear ever really goes away. It's always kind of you know, clings on and Mm -hmm. I'm a worry wart type of person, which doesn't help. I know. And like we were talking earlier, I'm like, if I'm not worrying about it, I feel like I'm not doing my job. I feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which makes no sense. I know. You know, at all, but it's, it's hard to change your thinking. Yeah. Well, and like the thing with worry and like anxiety, like 
someone who's like an entrepreneur or you wear really, really heavy and you wear a lot, you're a mom, you're running this business and now you have people underneath you who rely on you to make sure the business is going. You've got this relationship with your husband, so you have to support that relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you were constantly used to going at a high vibration and go, 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 burning your candles on both ends. And when you stop doing that, that energetic vibration keeps going. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh my gosh, I'm laying in bed and I shouldn't be doing this right Right. now. Like I feel guilty for just sitting on the couch for a second. Like I should be doing something. Or when you, when you start to tell yourself like, I'm going to take a day off. Right. Then you're like, crap, I don't like, what do I do? Exactly. Oh, I'm just going to get on my email and and like put around or answer this and that. Like it's, it's hard to break the cycle, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, we've, we talked beforehand too, but it's like when we had our kids and we were out for a couple right. weeks, it's like the world still went on. Exactly. The business still went on. It was I had fine. the flu two weeks ago and Shut there was up. one of the days I could not get oh, out of bed no. and I usually blow and go through yeah. anything. I'm like, take some ibuprofen, suck it up, yeah. drink some coffee and go. Yeah. But, um, could not feel like there was an 18 wheeler on my head and oh, it was just miserable. Yeah. But I, so I stayed in bed most of that day. And I was like, I felt so guilty. I was like texting, you know, employees, mm-hmm. how's everything going? And they're probably like, stop. Exactly. Lay down, go like, to you're sleep. Not even thinking, you know, but everything went fine. Everything yeah. was fine. I mean, yeah. it does. It's, and that's why I think it helps putting people in place that can really, really help you, you know, help you out and, and um, support that you. you trust yeah. and that support you. And I know at the beginning, I still do this. And my employees will tell me they're like, Audrey, stop. Cause I feel like I need to be I need them to know how hard I am working. I'm not one of those people that just sit back and say, I'll work 10 hours a week and y'all do this, you know, during the day, at night, you know, on weekends, it's, you know, just being self-employed, what you do, no matter what industry you're in, you're always working more hours than, you know, a nine to five type of job. There's going to be a time though, where your 10 years of working and that experience is going to pay off because you start to come up with these certain systems right. where you don't have to work so hard. You work smarter, not harder. Exactly. And then you can take those breaks. Mm-hmm. And then but the, I'm a firm believer, whatever energy you put out into the universe, you're going to get it right back. Mm-hmm. So if you say to yourself, like, you know what? I've worked really hard. I can do this job in two hours where most people will take eight. Right. And I'm going to take, you know, this three hour lunch and I'm going to go take a bar class and exactly. I'm going to go eat lunch and then I might go get my nails done. Yeah. And then I'm going to go back and finish work and I've done my eight hour right. workday in four or five hours. Exactly. And I'm okay with that. And like, in the bottom line, you're taking that power role where you're like, I don't, I don't need to... Mm-hmm talked or explain myself to anyone. Right. Like this is my business and I'm going to do me. And, and I think it's important for owners and, you know, women entrepreneurs that it's okay to take a break right? and you need it. Otherwise you're not going to work at your full capacity. I know. And you will hit that point to where you probably like once or twice a year, I'm just like, I'm so burnt out. Yeah. Because sometimes re-entry is even harder. Like when you go on vacation, you're like, this is amazing. But mm-hmm. coming back into reality with kids and work and whatever, sometimes I'm like, why did I even go? Like this I is know. so much more, you know, I stressful. Know. Yeah. But um, working out during my lunch break, you know, trying to leave the office and go work out, especially doing like bar three, yeah. really helps my mind. Taking yeah. deep breaths and just, you know trying to focus on what's important yeah, and to get out of there and then come back, you know, helps a lot. Good. So especially when you're dealing with, you know, brides and clients and everybody oh that wants gosh. everything tomorrow. And you know, it's, they're, you're working on like their biggest day they've ever had, yeah. you know? And so it is a big deal, but, um, 
it's, you know, like I said earlier, like in an Amazon world that we live in now, everyone wants it tomorrow. And so um, that's what's constantly going. And you have to remind yourself that just because this person waits the last minute doesn't mean that I need to, you know, take that night to work five extra hours and let my kids, you know, put themselves to bed because this person waited last minute. Like that's not my problem. And that's where you start setting your boundaries. Right. Right. You're like, this is protocol. These are the standards that I put in place. Mm -hmm. Here's the boundary, take it or leave it. But I promise you, you know, I'm going to be able to give you the best quality and the exactly. best experience you can because you're respecting this boundary that I'm putting out there. Right. How, so what's your stress relief like then since you're this, you know, crazy go, go, go CEO, mom and wife and, and business partner. So like, what are the different techniques that you do for stress relief? Mm, that's a good question. Um, probably not enough yeah. at all. Always. Um, but like I said, working out does help. Um, it just helps reset my mind, getting together with girlfriends, having a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, and I, I like to stay busy and I like to work. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of and times that's okay it's, too. And yeah, I mean, it, it, I like what I do, but again, like I said, you hit that point where you're just like, that's it. I'm done. I need a break, yeah. you know? And, um, but at night, a lot of times after I put the kids to bed, I'll sit there with my computer and a glass of wine and I'll be working, being productive, but also being able to kind of relax at the same time. Yeah. It's quiet. The kids yeah. are asleep. My husband's asleep. So love it. that's kind of, um, those are kind of the ways that, you know, help me. Well, and that's, I mean, I think that's what you have to do when you are getting your business up and off and going and getting it off the ground and going. It's like, you're going to have to hustle at first oh, and yeah. do those types of things. So what's like the, how do you balance as a mom and a CEO? Like how, how, like, like what's the technique that you use to do all of that? Um, I would say, gosh, it's, I, I just left before I came over here, Fearless Bomb at our church. And it's such a great thing about just, you know, just giving you great pointers on things to do to make you, you a better mom, you know, and, and finding that balance and different. So it's every Wednesday and it is literally like my therapy. I'm always mm-hmm. a better mom on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. I'm more right. patient. I don't yell as much. Yeah. Um, my husband's always like, did you go there today? He's like, cause you're a lot nicer today. I'm like, I know. Like, it's just, it helps so much. So I think it's one of those things that, you know, you always hear, you can have it all. And I truly believe that you can have it all, but not at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can give it all, have it all at the same exact time. Cause whenever mm-hmm. I'm, you know, there's weeks where work is just insane. I'm putting so much into that. And as soon as my husband comes home from work, I'm like, you take the kids, I'm going to go work somewhere else. Cause I have so much to do Yeah. or on the weekends or I'm like, okay, close my computer. I'm going to go mm-hmm. spend some time with my kids. Yeah. It's really hard to do. It is really hard to do it all. And so trying to, you know, I guess just figure out the different times using my, and it sounds stupid, but I just started using my Google calendar mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is amazing. I like know. I try to just remember all these things in my head, which is <laughs> yeah. stupid because then it makes me stressed yeah. and then I start worrying it. And it's just calendar, like freaking awesome. I'm like, I'm 38 and I'm just now, you know, <laughs> doing this. It's crazy. So being organized and just carving out time for, you know, the kids and work and mm-hmm. trying to separate those. Yeah. Um, but I mean, every day, especially when your kids get older, you know, you, you just feel like you're, you know, crappy mom all the time. Like you're doing something wrong, you know, all the time. But I think that's just being a parent in general. And even if I was staying at home, I'd probably be saying the same thing, you know, 
Yeah. Like, there's like, no way Virgos can stay at home though. Exactly. Yeah, I know. They're going to be doing much, something. Yeah, no, they're gonna do, so they're busy. doing something. So busy. <laughs> um, what's your husband's personality like then to have someone, like, I just know I'm thinking, I'm hearing a lot and, of, and relating to a lot in myself mm-hmm. as I'm hearing you talk about things. I'm like, God, I wonder what her husband's like. Cause my husband's like, yeah, she's just, that's who she is. She's got to yep. do what she's got to do. I'm just going to support her wherever I can. I don't she's going to bite my head off. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much the same. I mean, he's very laid back and mm-hmm. easygoing, so and um, which I think just it balances out, you know, well, because when I'm getting stressed and having to move, 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 he's like, okay, just chill. Like, yeah. this, is this that important? Um, you know, I'll handle the kids. You do this. He's really supportive, and um, it, it, we make a good team. That's great. That's awesome. Well, I'm like super excited. And he works hear. with family too. Oh, shut up. Yeah. So it's, you know, we're both in family Is he an entrepreneur? Businesses. Has his own business? Or? He's not. He works with his dad um, of an engineering firm. Oh, wow. So um, yeah, he's with family all day too. And oh my gosh, so it's funny. Guys. Sometimes we're both just like, What's his we zodiac? love our family, but we need sign? to just have a break. He was born on April 15th, April? tax day, whatever okay. that is. Okay. April 15th is Aries. Aries. Okay. Oh, that's a good combo. Aries and Virgo is good. It works pretty well. He knows when to just be like, okay, you know. Yeah. Well, earth sign and fire sign, that's too funny. Yeah. Okay. So I want to get into some of your like fun projects you've done and events. And like, um, I know that you had mentioned in, in some of the readings that I had that you had given me about like this, uh, was it Joe Jonas? Mm -hmm. Like Sophie Turner. Like how fun was that? Yeah, it was really cool. We uh, there was an event planner in California that we've worked with on a bunch of events, mm-hmm. and um, she's like, you know, we got this wedding celebrity wedding coming up, and we thought of you because you're, you know, you'll always do a good job, and um, and so I had to go through some little hoops and signing things, yeah, of and, course, you always. know, but um, but it was cool. I mean, it was it, you know, it's fun to build up that type of client roster, and um, so it, it was fun. We've done you know different celebrity events and things over the years and love invitations and their favors and gifts and so fun. And I love that you, when you talked about, um, earlier when you started to really start to build your business, cause I was like, what was that one client that really pushed you into the direction that you're in now? And when you had said that, you know, during the recession or during that time, it was like, shoot, the algorithm changed. I don't have a lot of clients. I did think outside yeah. the box. There's I mean, with the recessions kind of when we started and then in 2012, uh, my oldest was like four months old. And I remember like overnight, like Google had an algorithm changed and it was like someone turned it off, our store off. And I remember just reading, reading, reading. And there were so many businesses that had just went out of business overnight. Oh I mean, gosh. it was crazy. And so it was a lot of, um, so at that point I'm like, oh crap, like I've got to think outside the box, think of a different way of getting customers because they're not finding us anymore like they used to. So at that point is whenever we started again, thinking outside the box and started approaching more event planners. And we started an Etsy store at that time too. And, um, you know, just started doing more social media, mm-hmm. you know, that's when we realized, Hey, social media could be really good for us. So, but it, it got me out of the, not slump, but the, everything's just going to keep going as it is, you know, orders will just keep coming. I don't have to do that much for it. That's what really got us to the next level made me hustle even, you know, a lot more. Yeah. And, um, because I didn't want to go, I didn't want to quit and go work for somebody else. No, you know, I mean, no even though being self-employed, you work a lot more than working for someone else. There's a lot more headaches and mm-hmm. taxes and all those different things. It's nice to be able to say, you know what? 
today, screw it. I am going to take a break. I'm going to take a couple hour break. Or I'm going to go to my kid's play at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It's nice to be able to do that and not have to take a vacation day, you know, mm-hmm. in quotes. Or a sick day. Or a sick day yeah. to be able to, you know, go to a kid's event. Yes. So I it, love that. Well, that's, that's what I think makes this so powerful for other women to start to hear. It's like, if you are in that slump and you keep hitting that wall where you're a mom and a working mom and you're like, screw it, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. And you know, what if I do have this next best idea and how do I create the steps to and flourish the idea into a business and how do I get that going? So I think like hearing stories like this is just so important that and be the willing, willing to share how, how those steps were created and what you had to do to get it up and going. So, and I think it's important. I've had a couple clients and even, um, listeners come in and say, you know, I've listened to so many of these powerful women. I realized guy, I think I have a tribe that's going to support me enough to be able to do this dream that I have. And I'm going to just take the risk and do it because I'm hearing all of you guys do it and you we're successful at it. So. Especially online. I mean, you can start businesses so much easier than oh you used gosh. to be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 20 years ago, you'd have to go rent a space and, you know, have to promote yourself locally and all of that. Um, now you can get on the computer and start a business pretty easily. And with, like we were talking about earlier in Austin, I mean, it's expensive to have a brick and mortar store. I mean, a lot of these places, the rent is insane, I know, you know, and, and down. Right. I mean, and so that's, that starts it off way more, but under a lot more pressure because then you're like, God, my rent is this much and mm-hmm. I'm just now starting. So I think it probably makes it a little bit harder rather than starting online. You got yeah. your computer, you know, and whatever it is that you're going to be selling or making or doing, you know, you can start out lean and yeah. not have to put a lot of money into it, which makes it probably easier for women that work, you know, or they're stay-at-home moms, they work for somebody else, and they say, I want to work for myself, mm-hmm. and then you can start it slowly, and then once it builds up, then quit your job. Yeah. There's so many easier ways to do it now than there were 20 years ago, for, for sure. sure. So when you started Lean, you your first step into that was like, I'm going to open the Etsy store. And and how did you start? What are the some of the marketing tools that you use to get people to know who you are, what your product is, your story behind your product? Um, really, I guess with that, at the, at the beginning, um, I mean, we were, I look back and we're, we're babies. We didn't know. We were just like, let's do this. This sounds fun. <laughs> and then we learned as we went, um, which obviously there's a lot of failures in that too. You know, you learn as you go, but we didn't know what we were doing and we hired, um, an SEO team and that just screwed us. And oh, I'm going to say one team. It's actually, this happened a bunch. And finally we were like, Okay. This is not yourself. working um, because one of the ones we hired did a lot of like black hat or whatever that mm. was called. And um, we didn't know. And all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh, we're getting penalized and these random links showing on random sites have nothing to do with us. And then we'd hire somebody else. It, it to me always seemed just, you know, at least the ones we always caught ended up being shady and hurting us in the end. Mm. So we're like, okay, let's figure out now different ways to promote ourselves. Let's do it ourselves. Let's do it in house, figure it out, make it organic, Mm -hmm. put ads out there, do the best we can so that we do get referrals and we do get a lot of repeat business, which is nice because that's the best, you know, kind to get. So, um, and then working with event planners and things like that, I think really, I think starting local too. It's like, Mm -hmm. I always, um, use the analogy, like you don't need to boil the whole ocean. 
Right. You know, like just warm, warm one little piece of it up. Exactly. You know, start local, start with being in your own city and getting your name out there and networking within your city. And that's one thing I love about Austin Mm -hmm. is there's so many awesome networking events and women networking events that you can go out and meet other women and hear about their businesses and support them. And in in return, they're going to want to support you too. And you just never know who you're going to meet when you get that FaceTime and that one-on-one. And then I do, I think that another route is your social media Mm -hmm. and social media. It's like huge now. There's just like... So, I mean, the Instagram algorithm, you talked about Google, like that is changing I know. all the time, but there's so many different like social media experts out there that you can learn from online, right. take little classes here and there using the tools, um, to be able to help support your business. But I think most importantly, like what you said before is like, you just need to be real and authentic mm-hmm. and that's, what's going to make people want to connect with you. Right. If you put this fake, pretty picture up. Yeah, it might look pretty. You might get some eyes on there, but it's the picture or that story you put out there that you're like, frick, I just did this and I'm, you know, this and this and that. Like people are like, this is funny. I love this person. Right. I want to work with her or I want to work with them. Exactly. So everybody can do a pretty picture, you know, on Instagram and that's what, you know, that's what's so out there so much. And it is motivating to look at and pretty, but a lot of times you'll look at that stuff and it makes you feel bad. You're like, I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not living this life yeah. or, or I can't do, I can't do the job because it's not perfect yet. Like that person. Right. Exactly. Like, no, just throw it out there and see what happens. Which when you pull back the layers, nobody's is perfect, mm-hmm. you know, and behind that gorgeous picture, there's a yeah. lot of raw behind it. Yeah. And, um, but you're right. Supporting women and, and especially in so many towns now. And even if your local town doesn't have that online, there's so many different Oh, groups yeah. and just advice and people yes. are always willing to give advice and, um, you know, share their experiences, which, yeah. you know, can help so much, especially oh, at the beginning. And hearing other people's highs and lows, like what were some of the things that you guys, can you like name a significant part of your business where you may, you maybe had a dip down or you had an event that fell through? Like, how did you guys overcome some of those struggles? Um, we've definitely had, you know, like any business, quite a few struggles. Um, when Google did change their algorithm and that was, like I said, overnight. And I remember coming back to my office, which at that time we had rented this really cool space in Westlake that was, you know, probably more expensive than we needed. And we were, cause we were growing, growing, growing at that time. And all of a sudden, boom, a dip. And, um, I remember I, had, I laid off or, you know, had a AKA fire, whatever, two employees. And I just had one part-time um, person. And it was so scary. Cause I'm like, I don't know if this is going to come back. I had no idea, but I'm just going to work my little hiney off, mm-hmm. you know, until it does, mm-hmm. um, because I don't want the alternative. Yeah. So, um, that was extremely stressful, but it was funny. Cause I was thinking about the other day about, you know, like I said earlier, I'm kind of a worry wart and, mm-hmm. you know, worrying about things and the stress level that I thought about the stress and the worry that I had when, you know, our business took that dip after a couple of years and doing nothing compared to the worry and stress that I have that lately it's been like, it's nonstop. Oh my gosh, it doesn't end, you know? And it's really the same, you know, it's the same type of way I felt inside. I'm just as worried as I was not having business is having too much. Of course, I'd rather the too much business thing, but you know, it's, just, I guess the way you look at it. Yeah. Is it's, that- it's all, it's the mind, it's the mind 
the mindset and how you can shift it. Right. You know, when we're so consumed on, I'm worrying about this, we have to ask ourselves and break it down. Like, what is it that I'm actually worried about? Right. Is it, I'm going to disappoint someone? Is it that I'm a people pleaser? Like you have to kind of put a name to the worry and then tackle that and start practicing. Okay. What if I do start saying no? Or what if I do start setting the boundary right? Um, and practicing those things where I'm like, okay, the assumption I'm making in my head actually didn't happen. Right. So now I don't have to worry about this part anymore. Um, I always go back to the four agreements. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've read that one. I did a while back. Oh my gosh. I go back to those every time I'm like, I'm doing the best that I can. Right. Um, you know, I'm going to try not to worry. I'm trying to be really honest with how mm-hmm. I feel right now. And it's like, once you do all those things, it's like, I'm out of control with this. This is exactly, it's not my problem. However, someone's going to receive this right. or not. And so. the percentage of the things that you worry about actually happening, you know, I mean, it, most of the time it doesn't. And then you wasted that time and energy, you know, worrying about something. Yeah. I think it's true though, just to you know, peel it back, figure out what it is and then change it, you yes. know, or make, mm-hmm. do something, take some sort of action to that. So you get that feeling away and then you can focus on yes. what you need to be doing, yeah. which is not worrying. And it's, I know frick worry can just shut you down. Exactly. Um, so if looking back on your, your client list and previous and past events, like what was like the, your favorite one that you've ever done? Like your favorite event that you're like, God, this just is makes, this is why I love doing this job. Gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, like I said, over the past couple of years, we've done some really fun celebrity mm-hmm. things. And that's been fun working with some of those people who have just found us organically too. That's and so um, cool. there, I remember one night working really late a couple of years ago and uh, this girl's like, I'm having a wedding in a couple of weeks. I love your stuff. want to order cups and napkins. And, um, and it said Tara Lipinski. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that's the... Tara Lipinski. Yeah. (laughs) And so she had already placed an order and I looked at the dress. I'm like, yep, that that's her. And it was just, she was so nice and sweet. And I mean, just fun, you know, just fun to work with. And I love that when they're just so down to earth and laid back and, um, but it's fun being able to, you know, give our ideas and expertise on, um, you know, how to make their event, you know, take it up to the next level. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, when you put an event on, it's such a, especially as the person putting the event, like that's, you're like, this is my face. Like people, I have guests that are coming. They're going to see my personality and who I am. And I think as like the event planner, someone who's kind of fueling the fire behind it has to be able to read people really easily and be like, I know exactly what this girl wants. I know exactly how to do it because of this personality. Yeah. And a lot of our stuff is online. So I'm not meeting with these brides or clients face to face. So, you know, that's, that can, you know, be kind of difficult sometimes too. But, um, we've, yeah, we've had some really fun ones over one night too, again, another working late night Uh and, um, and the order was from Kathy Hilton. It was when Nikki Hilton got married in, um, in the UK. And that was fun, you know, designing all of her things and from scratch. And so, so it's, it's fun, but, um, yeah, our event planners are, like I said, we have a really good team of yeah. girls that just do a really good job. And our atmosphere at work and our whole team is just very collaborative. And so I'm always like, pitch me an idea, show me a design. I mean, there's girls that are, you know, out of college that are working for me, which is, you know, they're putting a new fresh take on ways to market, ways to do Instagram. Yes. I mean, I just got an Instagram account not too long ago, you yeah. know, and I don't do a whole lot on it, but it's nice to be open to 
learn from other people. Yes. You know, I mean, why try to do everything yourself and teach yourself those lessons when you can look at other people who have one, either done it, mastered it, figured out what is wrong, what's right, you know, and watch, learn from other people. It just makes your learning process and what you're doing just so much easier. Girl, that's what, that's a quality of a good CEO is being open-minded and listening and like, and being willing to change and to evolve, right? I think is a quality that is probably really hard for you know some people to do. But the fact that you're doing it, it's why you have you it's why you have the success that you have. I think it's the um, you know it, it's funny too is getting to the point where with you know your employees saying you know what I'm putting this on you I know you can do it rather than asking like, is this okay? Is this permission? And they might mess up. It doesn't matter, but it's delegating. Yeah. And that took me a long time to do is delegate. Cause I'm like, it's okay. Just email me. I'll take care of it. I'll yeah. take care of it. It's always, I'll handle her. I'll take care of it always. So I'm getting better about that. Cause I realize, you know, you, you can't do everything. No. And I try to wear so many hats and, um, it eventually catches up with you Yeah. and you're not going to be successful if you are trying to do it all, you're gonna burn out. You're gonna be tired. Mm-hmm. I um I always t- talk to folks when we talk about business coaching and that type of thing. But if you are the CEO, you have the qualities of leading and organizing your team and organizing the quality of what's going out. Like that is so crucial, important. All these other things that you're wasting your time on Mm -hmm. that's fulfilling and taking away from that responsibility as a CEO, I'm like, hire the best social media person, right? Let them own that, be that. Cause that's going to be amazing or have, you know, hire the best designer for this thing because that's their quality and they're so strong in it. And that's just going to make my team even look stronger. Exactly. When you, people, I think CEO women tend to think like, well, they're not going to do it right. So I have to do it for them. Or, you know, like I know that I'm going to be able to present the best idea possible, but then you can't focus on the thing on that, why you love doing what you're doing. If you right. can delegate some of your stress and worries to people who are really good at that, you have a freaking strong team. Exactly. And to grow. You yes. know, and that's the thing is you get caught up in the the daily, you know, minutia of everything. And I find myself like I'll be answering customers. And I'm like, I have not put time into growing, you know, on our new line of imitations or all the new designs or photo shoots that we need to do. And so it's like taking myself off and reminding, like, in order to grow the business, I have to be able to look, you know, at the future, but to focus on, you know, the important things that, you know, help bring it up and have somebody else, you know, do the daily things that I'm doing, yeah, but you girl. get sucked in and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, stop it. I need yep. to take a break. I need to focus on this. Exactly. So I, I love it. You're doing a good job, mama. Oh, thanks. So I always play a little game on, on my podcast. And I, on each episode, just so that um, people can get to know you a little bit more. So I would call it 20 questions. Uh-oh. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to think twice about it. You just That's answer even scarier. You I know, right? <laughs> um, it'll be, it's good stuff. I'll, I'll be um, green juice, maybe a little, little tequila. <laughs> um, okay. Food, guilty pleasure. What's your, what's your favorite? Queso. Oh, okay. Or Thai so. food. I love Thai, mm. spicy, spicy Thai food. Mm, I love spicy Thai food. Um, red wine or rosé? Red. red. Me too, girl. I what's your favorite red, red? God. Like, what's your go-to? Cab. I mean, I just... Oh, yeah. Like a jammy, creamy... Yes. There's one at H-E-B and it's a spicy Ooh. cab. And I love spice and anything. Everyone else thinks it's so gross, but I love it because it Ooh. has a kick to it. Oh, you'll have to it's let really us know good. what that is. I want to I go try that out. 
Um, did you watch Game of Thrones? I didn't, but my husband did. And so he was excited when we did that wedding. He was like, oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, that's right. Like I never watched like, it. I have no idea. Oh yeah. my gosh. I love that. What's, well, then what's your favorite TV series? Um, oh, it's hard. Um, actually right now, Barry. Ooh, I haven't um, watched that one. So, on that HBO. Oh, it's so good. It's called it's like Murder Funny, though. It's, it's the guy, Bill Hader, uh-huh, who's on Saturday uh-huh. Live. It's yeah. so good. And the oh. guy, the stapler on Office Space. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. <laughs> it's funny, and it's it's dark. It's good. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that one. Okay. If I were to open your bedside table, what would I find? <laughs> um, right now, a bunch of just random photos, because I never print out photos anymore, yeah. ever. Yeah. And I did, because my kid had a school project, and I just stuffed them all in there. That and um, lotion. Yep. Love it. Got to have a bottle of And lotion. a bunch of books that I have not been able to read. That is that like... I stare at. That make me feel guilty I know. every night I look at it. No more guilty and worry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, hearing someone chew. Oh, which I know. I t- that, uh, there's a name for it. Like it's an yeah. actual... Oh my gosh. ...disease or something. I cannot handle it. <laughs> We've actually stopped hanging... There, there was someone we stopped hanging out with because I could not handle eating next to them like oh, it was yeah. the smacking yeah and chewing with their mouth me. open oh, oh that's a good one it. um are you a dry shampoo girl or do you wash your hair every day i have never used dry shampoo are you kidding me i know i hear it's the best thing ever it's the best thing ever i need what? it do you wash your hair every day yeah oh girl. and i could have my hair wet because oh. it would take like an hour to dry oh, yeah, and straighten so, so it's just girl, i'll put it up you need in a little ponytail and hopefully it it's good curly the next day. Dry shampoo is going to change your life. I hear it's amazing. There's a really good brand actually, and you can get at Target. It's Kristen S. E-S-S. Really? Hers is the best. And she makes a Burnett dry shampoo. Oh, that's even better. So, Because when you do dry shampoo, it's pow- like right. baby powder. So with Burnett hair, dark hair, it looks like grayish because yeah. it's white. They have, she, it's colored. It's like oh, brown. Oh, i to try that. Yeah. I u- that literally every day. So I used it this easier. morning. Yeah. If I go work out and I'm like, shoot, I got to have right. a meeting here. Dry shampoo, that yeah. stuff. We could have to I went to bar. I went yesterday morning and then yeah. just changed clothes and oh went to gosh. a meeting. Like, Dry shampoo and deodorant, sister. Exactly. Um, if you were forced to open a bakery, what would you call it? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, just think of it. Just don't even get. Just throw it out Baby there. cakes. Baby cakes. I love that. Cake Ma- balls. Yeah, like memories. little tiny baby cakes. Yeah. I love that. I'm a terrible baker because <laughs> I don't follow instructions. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good cook. Yeah. But my recipe's never the same. Oh my gosh. Time. That's how I am too. That must be a Virgo trait. <laughs> um, what's your favorite skincare product? Um, I love um, Beauty Counter. Their moisturizer yes. Yes. is great. Oh. And it's like one of those few things that I do that's like all natural and good yes, for you. You know, so, so it makes so me good. feel good by using yeah. that. <laughs> If you were to choose one food to eat the rest of your life, what would it be? Probably cheese. Oh, cheese. It's best. God. I just... I don't put it over to the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, worth it. And I'm have a probiotic. Um, are you a black tea or coffee drinker? Uh, coffee. Mm, how do you take your coffee? Um, a little bit of trivia in it. That's it? Yeah, I save the black calories of creamer on all the other bad go. stuff I'm having oh later gosh. that day. I'm like 100%. Sacrifice my calorie intake with my creamer in the morning. You do? I love it. There's so many good flavored ones Gosh, too. Gosh, I know. I'm a nut pod girl, so I do the dairy free, like coconut cream. Mm. Sounds good. Girl, it's good. And there's not very many calories in it. It's like yeah. 30 calories this for one tablespoon. It's really good. Yeah. To be a tea fun? drinker is so good. Well, you, it's funny that you're like, I like spice. I'm like, you're drinking yes, a cinnamon spice tea. I like it so much. You must be a vata. Um, what's your favorite place you've traveled? 
Um, probably Italy. Oh, I love it. Sicily. It's so oh pretty. My gosh. And we still had family there that we had never met and shut the door. Found them while we were down there. And um it's just so pretty. The beaches are amazing. Oh, girl. The food's amazing, oh, obviously. Freaking I mean we, we went to like post a ton. Heavier, oh my gosh. You eat it. so much bread, so much pasta. And drink good and, wine. Oh, the wine. Mm. We're going to Italy in October, so I'm so super fun. pumped. Oh, I love it. So are you an ocean girl or a mountain chick? Oh, um, like what's your jam? I love the mountains. Um, well, we go to the ocean a lot. We go to Florida, down to the Keys a lot. I love and I just love sitting out there and just listening to the waves and going on the boat. And yeah. it's so pretty. So probably oh, ocean. Ocean. Mm-hmm. I love it. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Night owl. Um, I have to be an early riser because kids, but yeah. would I choose to sleep later? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do mm-hmm. I go back to bed sometimes after they go to school? Sometimes you like 20 yeah. minutes sometimes, like power nap, then oh, get back up. I live by my power naps. I take one literally every day for you 20 do? minutes. Every day. I have to. Especially that amount of time because then you don't wake up tired or groggy. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect amount of time to recharge. Yep. I do that. And I usually drink like a big old green tea in the afternoon, which That'll help. that's what I'm drinking right now. Um, what, so what is your biggest fear? Um, I probably say my biggest fear is... Just failing at not doing a good enough job and failing at, you know, my company. Because it yeah. is always kind of scary because I'm yeah. an employee, you know, and it, a lot of people, they're full-time jobs. And so when you're, when it's not just you, you know, that you work for and it, you just have, you know, my mom and I, when you have other people that are moms and depend on that, it's a little bit more stressful. So yeah. um, probably that. Yeah, that's a big fear. Um, what was the last book you read? Um, it's Elaine something with an M. It was a, I hadn't read just like a fun, you know, mystery drama book in Uh years. And we, my husband and I went on vacation by ourselves and I finished, it was a 450 page book. I finished it in one day. No, you didn't. Yes. Oh, was that I was just like in it. And plus, I mean, I love to read. I just, you know, never do anymore. It was good. Oh, Elaine Morty or something. Ooh. It was good. We'll have to write that one down too. Um, what do you do for stress relief? Mm. Um, work out. Okay. Um, that and at night, probably have a glass of wine and take deep breaths. Yeah. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. We all do. I, I've been like... Pinterest. Oh, yeah. I love Pinterest. I do too. Oh, girl, you should see so all my So many good boards. ideas on I there. Know. I mean, it... My whole house is Pinterest inspired. I like can't, I, it does get me in trouble though because I do do a little bit too much shopping. My stuff ends up being like the Pinterest fails though. Yeah, you know, like the funny cakes that somebody tries to do by themselves <laughs> yeah. and yeah. God, I don't even try to bake anymore because <laughs> I'm the worst baker. Um, okay, what's your mantra? Um, like what keeps you going? Like when you're down and you're like, I got to tell myself this so I can keep going. I think. It, reminding myself that it's a season. It's I not going to last that. forever. There's different seasons all throughout, you know, your yeah. life and, um, and whatever it is, if it's a, having a tough time, like this is a season, it will pass. It will yeah. change. It's not going to, you're going to be okay. Like right now, every morning, my youngest, it is a crying fit about her clothes being too tight. My oh pants my are too gosh. tight. My pants are too short. My pants are too loose. 
My tennis shoes fit weird. My hair feels funny. By the time we leave the house, like at eight, I'm like almost in tears. I'm like, how does a four-year-old bring me to my knees almost every morning? Girl. I mean, so I'm like, you know what? She's not going to be doing this at 10 or 18, yes. you know? You're like, it's it'll season. Pass. It's going on for a long time, mm-hmm. but I know it'll pass. So reminding myself that whatever the stage it's in, yes. good and bad. Yes. So reminding like, you know what? My kids are young and, know. you know, good things are happening. That too can pass. So just really, you know, trying to enjoy it each moment or again, realizing it'll be over soon. <laughs> yes, that is so funny. I, my husband and I struggle with the exact same thing with our little one. Oh my God. It's Chloe. Ugh. Chloe drives me nuts. Does she still do it? She still does it. She does. She still does it every morning. We even <gasps> set stuff out the night before. I'm like, pick that out your clothes. That never works. Pick everything out. And you, and then she changes her mind. Right. Matt has to massage her socks sometimes to get all those little <gasps> knots out to put them on. Yeah, at this point, you know, my, my new theory is, because I've just... I'm done. I'm like, I'm getting in the car and I'm leaving in five minutes. I'll see you in there. That's. And then she comes out. She comes out. All her stuff's on. She's a little grumpy and then she's over it. But hey, if it works. I'm like, done. I know. Can't wait. I know. It's it's funny what these kids bring, out, bring out of My us. My oldest, like I'll just I drag her out of bed. She gets ready and like, I mean, she's ready to go like in 12 minutes. She didn't care yeah. what she puts on. She oh, went yeah. to that stage, but it was like for three yeah. months when she was oh, yeah. three. My oldest, it is lasting. And I'm like, mm. I'll call my husband. Like, it's 8 o'clock and I'm already want a glass of wine. Like, this is, know. you know, I'm like, I need a break already. And it's 8 o'clock. I haven't left my house yet. And like, even started the day with work, yeah. you know? There's there's definitely those days and those moments where I'm like, it's 2 o'clock. Is it too early to do a tequila right now? Is this going to knock me out? Or should I do a glass of rosé because it's a little more watered right. down? Right, feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that. Green juice or tequila? Ooh. Um, depends on the day. Yeah. Depends on the day. You can have, I, you can have both. You can have both, exactly. You can have both. You can even mix them. Have yeah. them both at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> That's pretty much the answer for all of us. At the exactly. Green juice or tequila, you can have both, my friends. Especially with, yeah. Especially with life, and kids, kids and... spouse, friendships. It's just like, it's how we do life. It's exactly. just how we do it. Girl, I am so freaking grateful to have you on this podcast. Like your story has just been so inspiring and I loved reading about it. And, you know, before we like finish this episode, what like little nugget, just a little ray of light that you can give that woman that's sitting here listening, being like, God, I, I want the courage to be able to do what she's doing. Like, what's that little thing you can give to them? I would say probably just really jotting down your ideas, you know, and just, and then going for it and start it small. You don't have to start it big, especially if you don't want to, you know, take a huge risk. You can start it small, start working on it at night. If you're, you know, have another job and, um, and just, if it, that's what your heart wants to do, just give it your all, you mm-hmm. know, and do it, but yeah. you can start small and build it up, you I know, if that's, that. if you're more comfortable that way, but, um, you know, it, and again, with the computer, you can start businesses so much easier. Yeah. And so much cheaper. Yeah. So find what your passion is. Yep. Research it. Yeah. There's a lot of competition because in that, yeah. you know, make it a lot harder and then just go for it and keep your head down and work hard. Put the extra hours in. Yeah. You know, as long as it takes to 
to get it where you want it to be. I love that. Thank you so much, Mama, for Thank coming you on, for me here. on Of course. And y'all, if you want to follow GB Design House, I'm going to be able to post um, on this um, podcast episode in the info section. I'll give you guys her, their website, their IG handle, follow them, support them. I'm so excited to see what upcoming events that you guys have planned. And again, thank you so much for being Thank on. you for having me. It was Yay. so fun. Y'all have a good day. Thanks so much.